Hey guys, welcome to Upbeat. I'm your host, Parker Kane. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate you being here. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say thank you once again to Billy Bowie for being on the podcast. His episode is really quickly turning out to be uh, a listener favorite. It's a very high quality episode. He brings a lot of value. So if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go check that one out. And two, if you would, guys, uh, please subscribe and follow on whatever platform you're listening to this on. That helps the podcast grow a ton, and I deeply appreciate it. So thank you for that. Uh, but let's get into it. I'm excited for today's episode. You know, there's been kind of a topic surfacing lately in my life and in a bunch of my friends' lives, too. So I figured I would talk about it here on the podcast, and that is, what exactly does it mean to be an expert? The actual definition says a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. Uh, and then, of course, there's the classic idea of it being your degree, your credentials, or the amount of money you have making you an expert. But that's not really where I'm headed for today. Uh, I wanted to break it down on more of a passion-based level, you know, just learning, learning and mastering skills, establishing credibility, that kind of stuff. Uh, and also just approach it from the angle of being more kind and understanding and respectful. Because uh, here's here's my opinion. We're all experts. <laughs> We're all experts at something. And becoming more of an expert ultimately comes from just mastering a craft and building credibility. When you earn a degree, uh, you know, that degree gives you your credibility. When you have experience, then your time gives you credibility. When you serve a client well, then their testimonial gives you credibility, right? So to break that down even further, the more experience and the more credibility that you have, the more credible ultimately you are. And you'll just continue growing and becoming more and more of an expert. So with that said, you don't have to have 20 years of experience first in order to be considered an expert. You just don't. Uh, you really, it just comes down to being more experienced and more credible than someone else, right? Particularly those who you're helping or who need your help or who are going to hire you for something. So for example, you know, I'm not the best beatboxer in the world. Absolutely not. There's so many good beatboxers out there, uh, but I am a really good beatboxer and there aren't very many of us around. So in my case, it's pretty common that I'm the only beatboxer in the room, uh, which then on the topic of beatboxing makes me the expert or the mentor or the teacher or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so to, to step that up a notch, I started when I was nine, so now I have between like 15 and 20 years of experience, and I've been hired many, many times to beatbox for people and for events, thus making me more of an expert. So I hope that I hope that's all uh, uh, making sense. I just want to uh, express to you that it doesn't have to be crazy difficult. You know, just another quick scenario, you could learn guitar and then find someone who wants to learn guitar. And you charge them for lessons because in that case, you know guitar and you're the expert. Like it's really that simple of a concept. Uh, so the question is, what's your expertise? What are some things that you're really good at that you love to do and that you could help others do? And honestly, that's a really, I mean, that could be a really life-changing question. It could change your course. It could help you start a business, whatever it be. That could be a really, really cool question to consider. So just consider that, you know, what's your expertise? What's something you're good at that you love to do that you could help others do? Uh, but moving on, 
Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that I also want to approach this from the angle of being more kind and understanding and respectful. So let's get into that part of it. <laughs> and to help explain it, I'll share with you what I mean in a few uh, quick examples. But I have a friend who literally specializes in building pools. And I have another friend who specializes in entertainment technology and has been selling and installing home theaters, TVs, cell phones, speakers, and all kinds of other products for many, many years. Uh, and the both of them have so many stories of times when they experience pushback from their customers or clients who act like they know something or claim to know more than they do. Uh, and they're just really disrespectful and very demanding. And I just, I just can't help but think, <laughs> you know, if you know everything that there is to know about building a pool, for example, then why did you hire my friend to take care of that project for you? You know, like, do they actually know how to get in there and dig out the area and create the layout? Do they know how to take care of excavating and the plumbing and the steel work and licensing and whatever else <laughs> is involved in making a pool? I don't know how to do that either. I'm just throwing ideas out there, but do they have the same amount of experience and know-how and expertise that my friend has in regard to that space? Absolutely not. Usually it's just a super naggy like customer or something, right? And I'm sure, I'm sure we can all relate to that. Uh, so in this example, we can learn a couple things. One, in this case, my friend would be considered the expert. He has the school, the expertise, the business, the loads of client testimonials, and literally everything you need to have and more when it comes to building pools. Two, we can learn more about the importance of being understanding and respecting those who are experts in fields that we're not experts in, period. We can work on becoming better customers and better clients. You know, if you know nothing about building pools and you've hired someone else to come help you, then don't treat them like crap. <laughs> you know, it makes you kind of a bad customer. Uh, but that reminds me too, uh, this whole episode reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, and it's actually from Bill Nye. It says, everyone you will ever meet knows something that you don't. And that is super powerful, and it should absolutely motivate us to just be kind and respectful and humble like everyone we meet knows something we don't, you know, that should put us all on a level playing field uh, because it works the other way too. In some cases and in some topics, you will know more about something than someone else, but on other topics, they'll know more than you. I just, I just absolutely love that quote, but yeah, we, we can work on being better customers and better clients. So now I want to issue a challenge. I don't do this very often, but I think it totally makes sense for this topic. And I think it will actually encourage us to potentially find something new that we're good at and or help us appreciate those who do what we're not good at. Let's call this the 30 minute expert challenge, right? Find something that you are not good at or not an expert at or don't know anything about and take 30 minutes to try it. Research it, try it out, see what you learn. And I think more times than not, we realize how hard something is, right? And then we gain a whole new appreciation for it and for those who do it. Uh, but sometimes, I think by doing this, we find something else we are good at and that we're passionate about, and it's kind of a win-win. Uh, but I'll give, you, I'll give you one last story, an example of this. My websites, my only websites in my life have always been websites that I've made. And my first time making a website... 
I spent over 150 hours making it. I Googled everything. I researched everything I could to help me out with the project. And I even tried to learn some coding, but it took me forever. And do you know what the end result was? I had my very own really crappy website. (laughs) And the fact is, I've never liked any of my websites, uh, but man, like I learned a lot, you know, I spent way more money than I should have. I spent way more time than I should have. And I learned that building websites, like that's not an easy thing to do. And it's not in my wheelhouse and I'm not passionate about it and I don't like it and I'm not good at it. And I learned that that's something I really should hire other people for, which by the way, I'm currently in the process of, I should have a new website here in the next few weeks. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Uh, but now, now I do have a lot more skills than I did before. Like I know what it takes to build a website. I know what kind of things go into it. And I know a lot more about building websites, uh, that I didn't know before. So it helped me with my research, trying to find someone to help me with that. <laughs> Cause I know I'm not getting like totally screwed over on price or something, but most importantly, I know what this team of people has to go through to build me and create for me my perfect website, right? It's really freaking hard stuff. So I have a true and a deep appreciation for them and what they do. And I think ultimately it makes me a better and more appreciative customer. I I at least hope so anyway, but I know what they're going through. And so therefore I appreciate what they're doing for me. Uh, But yeah, 30 minute expert challenge, I spent 150 hours on my first website, so 30 minutes is not that bad. Uh, So take 30 minutes to try something else and see what you learn. With that said, I'll close this episode out with a brief Would You Rather segment. Would you rather? All right, so the Would You Rather question for today is Would you rather be stranded on an island completely by yourself? or stranded on an island with someone you hate? And I, my answer to that is actually with someone I hate. I really, really don't like being alone. And I feel like when you're on a stranded island with somebody you hate, like you'd probably try to use that to your advantage. Like the fact that you guys are stranded on an island together to eventually not hate each other and to find common ground and actually become friends. So I really, I think it'd be better just to have someone there, even if it's someone you don't necessarily like, and then try to build a friendship off of it and also maybe work together to get off the island. But <laughs> uh, that's that's my response. That's just what I think. But let me know what you think. Hit me up on Instagram at UpBeatPod, U-P-B-E-A-T-P-O-D. Let me know what you guys think of this would you rather question, what your response would be. I'm curious to know. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, thank you very much for listening in. I'll see you next week. <laughs>